That's the energy we're on. I like that energy. This, not only today, but all month long. All, all month, month. long. Welcome to another week of the We Sound Crazy podcast. Oh, yes. We're back in the building, people. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Phil, Philionaire Thornton is in the building. <laughs> Claude Kelly, no relation to R, is in the building. <laughs> and Chuck Harmony is definitely in the building. And wow, I just, we're in September, which is Gospel Music Heritage Month. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. National celebration. Yes. We have the privilege, the honor yes. to have a living legend in our presence on this episode. You know how we do. An ambassador. Ambassador. Doctor, educator, television host, radio personality, entrepreneur, philanthropist. Singer. Tra- singer. Trailblazer. Grammy award winning singer. Yes. Grammy award winning. award winning. Yes. He had the longest running show not only on BET but also the longest running series on cable. cable. On yeah. cable. 35 years. It's crazy. That's a receipt. That's a receipt. <laughs> the, lo- the longest, <laughs> the longest receipt. receipt. The longest receipt. The longest receipt. That's a CVS level a receipt. CVS yeah, yeah, receipt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Dr. Bobby Jones. <laughs> we are so honored to have you here, Dr. Bobby Jones. Yes. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Now, we're called We Sound Crazy because anything goes. So <laughs> that, that the Hawkins right there. Yeah, mm. man. It's it's crazy how things you know you realize how long something's been out, but when things like still feel like that now, yeah. that feels as good as if it came out yesterday to me. The dynamics, man. Like yeah. when when it when it started, it started big, and then when the verse came in, it just went down, pulled back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and then it built back up. That's that's what that's what we need, bro. We yeah, need those I, dynamics. Oh. That's that's one of the groups that, that well, Edwin and and Walter and Andre Crouch, mm. those were the ones that I really. Uh, was attracted to when I first started in this career. Really? Yeah, those three. That that was the kind of sound, the kind of mood, the kind of uh, inspiring that they brought. Mm. And, yeah. and then they were classy guys. You know, they. You know, mm-hmm. I don't mean to say that. Others were not. Uh, others but. Were not. <laughs> but they had a little, they had a flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. had a flair. Hey, California folk, right? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a documentary that uh, we have you seen this documentary called G- the Jesus Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about like the birth of Christian contemporary music, mm-hmm. and it's mostly white folk in the movie. But they make concerted effort to spend a good chapter on how the Hawkins family were the biggest part of integrating it, representing other Black people, alternate lifestyles. But it was so, so interesting because especially Oh Happy Day is so. It's it's just it's synonymous with it's, it's been in movies. It's been redone so many times that you forget the origin of mm-hmm. what their church was, what mm-hmm. their movement was, and it was really mm-hmm. radical. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you couldn't you can't as a group or whatever, when you go to, to Europe or other other nations yeah. across the world, if you don't do a happy day, they're not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we've been down just about every one of them, every one of those major countries yeah. in Europe and around the world. And that's what they like. They want oh happy day. Give them oh happy day and that's that's cool, you know. Mm. <laughs> that's, no. You know what's crazy? Because when I think about our partners at the National Museum of African American Music here in Nashville, mm-hmm. Nay, Dr. Jones, in the gospel, well, I guess the Wade in the Water exhibit, the gallery, mm-hmm. there's like an interactive moment inside the museum where 
Dr. Jones and the Super Choir, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just so that's 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 one of the most fun parts of the museum. So fun, yeah. but yeah. but the yeah. Oh Happy Day is a song. But I've seen so many people butcher. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't think they knew this was about to happen in this room. But that song's just, been butchered many times. <laughs> yes, it has. But but I, one of my favorite, I guess, renditions of it is Sister Act. That's when I think oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. think mm-hmm. of Sister Act too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with uh, who's that? Ryan Toby. Ryan Toby. Yeah. Uh, Man, he hits the high note. Yeah. Who, else, who else was in that? Lauren Tanya Hill, Blunt. Tanya Blunt. Tanya Blunt. Who's now in Warren Treaty. Yes. Shout out Warren Treaty. Local black people in, in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out Warren Treaty. But yeah, that, that, that song took a, on a second life during Sister Act 2 because I remember I was just a kid going to see that movie in the theaters and I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away. And then I'm, I'm sure most kids aren't this way, but we're music nerds. So I ran back and did all the homework to see where it came from and- uh, All the details. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I read album credits still today, <laughs> to this day. I need to know who's who mixed it, who produced it, who played guitar, who wrote it, mm-hmm. what label it was on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a music nerd. <laughs> I am a proud. I, mean, I think y'all being quiet, but y'all are, y'all are as equally as nerdy as I am. I'm proud of it. I'm proud yeah, of my yeah. NER. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nerd. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I do the same thing for movies. Oh, really? I always wait to, to to see the credits. Yes, mm. because you know most people leave out of the they theater leave at that time. When yeah, when the credits start running, they go, well, okay, I don't know these people, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Not interested, Doctor yeah. Jones. Speaking of movies, I didn't realize this until I read your book. Uh, what's what's the title? Of it? I don't want to mess up. But I want to gangster you. Love. Make a joyful noise. Mm-hmm. When you in your book, you mentioned speaking of movies, Maya Angelou was like responsible for like one of your first roles in NBC. Uh, made uh, two, a TV movie of the week called Sister Sister. Yeah, mm. like I think it was like Diane Carroll was in there, Irene Cara, Paul Winfield, Rosalind right. Cash, and I'm like, how I kind I never knew <laughs> Dr. Jones in there acting. You didn't know that. I didn't know. <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> Surprise. But like, but how, but how legendary an NBC movie, Dr. Jones, with by connected by his friend Maya Angelou, who wrote the movie, right? She, yes. Wow. Sister, sister, okay. She Hello. That's crazy. Yeah. She was. She's one of my dear friends. They were. They were taping in, uh, in uh, Alabama, and um, the choir, the church choir, they were kind of using the movie, mm. and uh, they couldn't get it together. So Maya called me in Nashville and said, "Hey, we need you. We need somebody to come in here come and, fix and put this. this. Yeah, fix this thing for us." So I took about uh, eight, nine people with me to uh, Montgomery. That's where it was. That's where they filmed it in mm. this in this church there. And uh, we did uh, a couple of uh, traditional gospel songs, mm-hmm. and that's how I got included in that in that movie situation. That's Maya amazing. was a, Maya was a good friend of mine. Maya Angelou is one of the greatest women. Man, I tell you, she was so impacting mm. on, on, on her, her lifestyle and her knowledge and, and and all that it was made an indelible impression on me forever but she included me included us in that particular movie and we appreciate it but she was my one of my best friends mm. yeah legend legendary but, but, but legends hang with legends yes <laughs> because you met you met Maya what 76 ish uh when you were at TSU I read so you read my book I read your book <laughs> you were because you he was at teaching at TSU, getting his doctorate at Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. and also um, producing two TV shows here locally in Nashville at the mm-hmm. time. So, but I just I want to go back to that moment, Maya Angelou, for the people who have not uh-huh. read the book. Okay, what yes. was that initial interaction with Dr. Angelou? 
When I first met her? When you first met her? I was, I, was, I was a teacher there at Tennessee State University, and she came for the reading department, the department I was in. Wow. So I, had, I didn't know her, and, but I sat where I could just get a good view of her, you know, the people. And she kept watching me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm saying this woman is looking at me. You know, not not for any other reason, but just <laughs> curious. <laughs> so, hey, you, so, never, you, you never know. You know. <laughs> so, uh, at the end of her, her presentation, uh, the, the the lady who was over the our department uh, said, "Come to, to come to our suite." Mm-hmm. When it was over, so I did, and so we engaged in a small light conversation, and um, uh, the, the lady said, "Well, she needs a ride to the airport in the morning." Would you do? Would you take her? And I mm-hmm. said, sure, I'd be glad to. So I took, I did, and I told her that we had a new project out and stuff and stuff. And the next two weeks, she called mm-hmm. Bobby Jones. This is Maya Angelou. <laughs> I said, Doctor Angelou, calling me. She said, Yes, my dear. <laughs> I want you to come to Los Angeles. I'm giving my aunt a special presentation, and I want you and the choir to come and, and, and sing because we're getting ready to do a movie, and we want you as a part of what we're doing in Los Angeles. So we got on a bus and rode across the desert, and the air conditioning went out. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> Lord. But it didn't matter. We were so excited to go to California Absolutely. to be with my Dr. Maria Angelo. So that was my first encounter with her. The movie, the, the presentation that we did for her was excellent. And okay. from then on, we became we became like one. Every time her birthday happened, every time Thanksgiving came around for mm. 25 years, I was there. Really? Yeah, I was there. And all the major stars, Oprah included, of course, mm. Um, were there. It, it's, it was about 80 of us every Thanksgiving for 25 years. Yeah. And and she would have a, a couple of people to say some things. Yeah. But she would always call on me. Bobby Jones, come and say something. And then she would tell them a little bit about the about the movie, um, Sister, Sister. Mm. And I had a little short girl in my group that had a big mouth. She could sing "Holla Loud," <laughs> and Maya would imitate her. You know, as how she reacted to her in that in that particular movie. But that was a that was a heck of an experience. And then from my house to her house, she would come come to Nashville. In fact, I have her shoes, her dresses, and things that she would leave in my house. Really? Yeah. And I wanted to take them to her, and she says, "Oh no, 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 no! You don't do that." I must come back and get them. You don't bring anything to me. She was just so uh, philosophic. <laughs> it, mm, was, it, was, it was interesting how, how we developed that kind of relationship. And I even sang at her home going. Mm-hmm. That yeah. must have been hard, though. It was. Yeah, I can. I, yeah. That must have been hard. Yeah, I told B.B. Winans he was there. I said, look, you're not the one. <laughs> <laughs> you happen to know Oprah, okay? <laughs> right, right, right. You're not the one. We sound crazy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I know y'all like, okay, it's the gospel music heritage special edition, but the OJ's Love Train, what I just played. I love that song. 
Dr. Jones, I know that song has a different type of meaning for you because I know there was a choir mm-hmm. some years ago that you named Love Train. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Really? You are too smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's Phil your name. Yeah. yeah. Phil, you be knowing. 350 <laughs> singers was in the choir. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. People from all different types of backgrounds. Right, right, right. Just people. Yeah, just people. Just yeah. people. Coming together for one common purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I was like, Love Train. I said, that's just, I had to. I love that. That mm-hmm. is so, so iconic. But. Talk to us about Love Train, the choir. Well, well it, it was, uh, we were trying to formulate some kind of organizational presentation in this city, excuse my language, uh, uh, that would bring people together. Mm. And uh, I had gone to James Cleveland's convention and I had seen some of the other kind of groups that they would bring in, you know. And I said, well, we got all these singers in Nashville. We should do something similar to that. So I took that uh, concept to to my people and they said, let's try it. And so we put together three or four, four, four different major uh, gospel present- presenters here in Nashville. And uh, I said, what we should do is invite people to come to these concerts and then let's raise money so that we can help the indigent people that that live in our community. Mm -hmm. And so we did, and it became just massive. Uh, You couldn't get in the buildings, you know, because there's so many people trying to come. But the the buildings that we used at that time were not so big. Mm -hmm. So if you got two or 300 people in one of the buildings, that was, I mean, that was something, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, you know. It, now you'd be a bridge zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It'd so, be the arena now. So I, so I thought of, uh, I said, okay, this should become something that we can share love with one another. Right. So let's call it Love Train. I love and that. And they said, okay. So when I put the choir together, they... Uh, it was that many in the choir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three fifty. And so well, I had yeah. them to put their hands on on the shoulders of the person in front of them, and and, and go down the aisle and march in. You know, they don't march in anymore. No, they don't do that anymore. No <laughs> and so all of them marched in with it, and the church would just go crazy. It was it was very interesting. That's incredible, but that's all. That's, that's where you met this young news anchor by the name of Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. She used to come to the Love Train events. Yeah. Which, wait, 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 hold on. Because you strung me, another receipt. Wait, Let me wait, 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 wait. You strung that together so smooth. So let me just reiterate to make sure I'm following correctly. Okay. So you, you're just a genius idea. You 350 people in a choir mm-hmm. packing out places. Mm-hmm. And Oprah was basically... Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey, would yes. just come as, uh, I guess, a fan or just a, or not, not even a fan, she, but just to come in. She's a local national local. anchor, right? Yeah, 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 she was a news anchor at, at Channel 5 uh, here in Nashville. Unbelievable. And she she threw it out to the people when they went back. She told the her assistant, uh, the person that worked with her, yeah. well, I went to this church and they were doing Love Train and it was it was an explosion. It was a gospel explosion. I utilized that. I took that. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> she does have a way with words. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, 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 right. And so I started calling the things that we did. I had a second, another kind of organization where I brought the singers together and, and all people in the industry, mm-hmm. and we called it Gospel Explosion. That was because of Oprah. How about that? Wow. <laughs> See, it's, it's so funny because remember, we were, I, we were saying, especially during the pandemic, right, mm-hmm. that I was saying how much I missed choirs because when you're forced to be isolated, then you you really you really don't understand how important it is, what bands are, what churches, what community is, what choirs are, the power of people singing together. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in the music business, there's the business of music that takes away a little bit of the joy sometimes because you're you're thinking about the other things. And I was saying to Phil and to Chuck and a bunch of other people I know around town, that it'd be great to just get together, no no agenda, no ego, and just 
get in your section, <laughs> soprano, alto, tenor, yeah. and just sing the way for the freedom and for the to the glory of God. Like I, I miss that. I miss that feeling. So I'm, maybe we should maybe this be a new gospel explosion. <laughs> we need to do. One. We need to do it again. Yeah, yeah we need man. to do it again. Because there's so many singers here. There's so much brilliant talent, and there's so much that more powerful it can, it can get if we kind of get back to that core of what it's well, about. What I qualify to be in the choir, though, I mean, I'm not really the most... Vo- I got a lot of gifts. All are welcome. But th- all are welcome. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all are welcome. All are welcome. <laughs> Do you sing, actually? I, 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 no, I can't sing. That's you, what we were just talking about before the show. They think... What did you say, Claude? You look, you look, like you look and you sound like your timbre of your voice sounds like you can sing. I think you just need to get some voice lessons. Wow, funny enough, that's what Stevie J always says to me. Shout what? out to Stevie J. That Stevie I can J sing. knows singers as Stevie well. Stevie said, Phil, you can sing. You can, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, can, telling sing. you can sing. And I was like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> if okay, who would Phil sound like? I sometimes if, if you could sing, who would you want to sound like? For me, Luther Vandross. You do not give me Luther Vandross. <laughs> get out of here. You asked me, you asked me, you asked me no. who would I want, okay? If, if God said, hey, you know, you can sound like this one, it would be Luther or Donny Hathaway. Oh. I would give you Donnell Jones. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> who is Donnell Jones? <laughs> oh, I, I might pick up on that Jones part. Who is Donnell? Donnell Jones was a, a, a R&B, R&B singer. singer back in the 90s. 90s, early 2000s? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was right. very popular? Yeah. Yeah, he had to be popular. Oh. He, was, he was signed by uh, L.A. Reed. Reed and Babyface. Yeah. yeah. Remember this song? He's looking at you. I don't know what you're speaking of right now. Sorry to this man. <laughs> Me and my niggas be rolling. Me and my what? Come on, come on. What did he say? He, he said what you thought he said. Stop laughing and tell me what he said. <laughs> he said me and my me and my niggas oh, be rolling. Must, that's, what that's what he yeah, said. That's, 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 okay. that's how the verse started. Yes. So you didn't want to re- say that again. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, but uh, at least it's some it's some wax. Yeah, some wax. Yeah. It was a big. That was that's a, a big hit song. record. It might yeah. be your cousin. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you look like you sound like that. Wow, so I look like I sound like Donnell Jones. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. I give you Donnell. Okay, yes. geez. Well, well, that was a good selection if he sounded like that. I, I just see? didn't know who he was. He can sing. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say it's around the same thing, Donnell Jones. Maybe, maybe Tony Thompson. Wow. I like yeah. Tony. Tony Thompson from High Five. Interesting. Yeah. You know who I'd like to sound like? Who? Rance oh, Allen. Now, oh, now, Rance oh, Allen. now, Rance man. Allen can sing. Yeah. yeah, another That's legend. It. Oh man! <laughs> Listen, Rance. Rance came on the show. I'm sure a number of times on Bobby Jones Gospel. Oh right? sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like none other. He was. Like well, yeah. Man, Rance, rest, rest in peace, Rance Allen. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me just say that out of all music, and I'm not just saying that because of what month it is, but out of all music, gospel music is the most powerful music because it's, it, it has little to do with entertainment and more to do with what you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? Being able to speak to people's souls directly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that should be stand on a pedestal all its own. It shouldn't be mixed in with other genres. It should stand on a pedestal. Plus, all a, a lot of the genres come from the influence of gospel. All music. of them. All of them. 
Yeah. All of, them come, all of them come from gospel. But you know, something's happening right now that I'm just disturbed about, and maybe I shouldn't be, but we're losing the traditional sound of gospel music as Agreed. far as recordings are concerned. And I don't think that's fair to us. And, and, and it's it should be up to us to keep it alive, right. like the other genres do. You know jazz when you hear it. You know you know yeah. all the other ones. But, but, but now we've moved into another phase with, with these new artists, and they have a right to do whatever. But it's... We we got to do something about that. I agree. It should be a, a more of a balance, like, and that's I why. I, so I agree. I completely agree with you because even I think about the Stellar Awards a few months back. It was again we celebrate the Stellars for those who may not know the Stellar Awards is like the 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 big award show celebration for gospel annually. Mm-hmm. It just felt super urban and contemporary mm-hmm. and you didn't have the balance of choirs and quartets and traditional right. it was just yeah. it was all kind of skewed a certain way and it's just is it a is it a money thing like what? no yes and no but it's the artists and, and it's the record labels you are <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Phil. Who, who put it out you know they they they, they look at it uh, in a different way now mm. yeah uh, the music money yeah money it's about money's behind it of course it's who sells and who doesn't and and traditionalists aren't selling now, so therefore they don't use them enough. But I got so many comments about the Stella Awards and how it did not represent us. Mm. And, and I was pleased to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> See the way I said it? Pleased yeah. to hear somebody that recognized the same thing. And I, mm-hmm. and I don't mean just anybody. The, the body said, where was the gospel? Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah, it just, it was really obvious to me. And again, I, I got nothing but love for the the team who puts it together, but it should be a more balanced presentation. That's yeah. to me is not reflective of the state of gospel music. It's just right. not. Yeah. Right. And I've worked at several labels and worked with everyone from Shirley Caesar, one of my favorites, who I want to talk to you about here in a few, but Jonathan mm-hmm. McReynolds, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, wide range. You know, I've, I've worked with a, a wide range, but I, it was always important to me to make sure that I work with the Ricky Dillards, the Donald Lawrence, the Hezekiah Walkers, Kirk mm-hmm. Franklin, mm-hmm. Yeah. everybody, because Everybody wants something different and can be inspired in different ways. So you can't just have a roster or a presentation show-wise with just mm-hmm. one type of sound. It, yeah. They've almost—it's almost—they've made traditional gospel almost into a dirty little secret, which I don't like because I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing for how it's—it's—it's you—it's it's you, used and co-opted just in music in general. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows gospel music, and everyone's sampling it, and everyone will hire the choir for. The background that, mm-hmm. for that one for that one SNL performance mm-hmm. or that one American Music Awards Grammy thing, mm-hmm. and so if you know it, you're like, oh yeah, that's 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 Ricky Diller right there, or that's Donna Lawrence right there. That, mm-hmm. I know that, but they're not even as even as an art form that's maybe older than other ones. It should still be held up the way we hold up classical music, if that's yeah. the case, or jazz, if that's the case. Yes, and having to your point, have its it's time to shine for what it really is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I miss with you. it too. Well, you know the country people. I mean, Roy Acuff and all those guys in those days mm. uh, was you know they kept the sound and and now they still maintain that sound, mm. even though they're contemporary country music people. Mm-hmm. It's, they're doing the same thing that the gospel people are doing. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. it doesn't sound country that's from right. some of those right. people. You know, sounds like pop music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing that we're doing with gospel, including on stage was the dances that they had, the, the type of dancing that they did to the music that was going, going on at the Stellar Awards. Yeah, it was it was 
it was more like a secular situation, you know. Mm. There was no holiness in it. There was no praise in it. It was just movements. Mm. Uh, that was, it's that part. It's the yeah. no holiness in it for and, me. And, and I'm going to go ahead and go on record and say that I didn't like, and you're not saying this, Dr. Jones, but I'm saying it. because <laughs> So it. for those that don't know, Dr. Jones has like awards at BET Awards that he has his own category for mm. inspirational gospel music, but also the Stellar Awards, he has a special honor that he awards each year a special honoree. And this year, I believe, it was Candy Staten, right? It was. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, should have been in the main telecast. Oh, not it wasn't on the telecast. No, it was not. It was in the pre-show. And to mm-hmm. me, that's... How do you... One, it's Dr. Jones, but Disrespectful. two... Disrespectful. And then Candy Staten, who's also a legend in her own right. Like, it's just, to me, those type of... That's a misstep. Because that's a yeah. way... In a, that You could balance the show better, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. No, I, maybe I shouldn't say anything, because my name was in it. But it was it was insulting. Mm. It, that that if anyone that, should canon should say something, it, it should be you. Well, you know, I I don't want it to appear to be something that I'm really not. But uh, I thought for Candace State and especially, you know, to bring her in and give her an award, like, and then don't even air it. Yeah, right. In, That's in, in the category, yeah. And and to me, I told him, I said, "How are you gonna leave me out? What's, what's up with you? <laughs> what's up with you? It has to be a personal situation here because anybody with any knowledge of the industry of gospel music would be inclusive here. Right. right. You know, but uh, I said that behind closed doors. Now I said it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but you don't get change unless you unless you say where where you see things can be better. Yeah. I wanted to see Shirley C's on the show this year. You know, that's my friend, you know, that, Shirley. Wouldn't that, be some, wouldn't that have been something? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'll, this brother Mike, was that his name? Yeah, preacher right. Oh, Pastor Mike. Yeah, so he got relatively traditional in his in his delivery, speaking, you know, and the audience just went crazy over it, mm. you know. But then that, you know, that was it. The, the, everything else covered it up. Yeah. So, so who who do you love right now? Does is there are there new gospel artists or gospel artists out today that excite you? That you feel are special? Mm, I, yeah, a lot of them. I this this uh, uh, Leonard girl. Um, Tasha uh, Cobb Leonard. Oh my God. Yeah. Lee Andrea. Yeah. Uh, just so many of them. He pro- this, this guy produced all Lee Andrea stuff. Oh, did he? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a man. She's a powerhouse. Yes, she is. She's one of the best I've yeah. ever worked with. Period. period. And yeah. she's natural. Just, you know, the name. Yeah. yeah That's why it's good. It, it, it doesn't feel contrived. It mm. feels like she's singing from pain and worship mm. and overcoming. And she that's is. what's missing. Yeah. 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 We sound crazy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. Jones, if you had to pick your Mount Rushmore of gospel artists, Ooh. Ooh, what would that look like? Mount Rushmore is four people for everybody listening. But, <laughs> if you don't but, know Mount but, Rushmore. <laughs> but who would be on Dr. Bobby Jones' Mount Rushmore of gospel music? That's a good question. Uh, I have Donald Lawrence writing for me. I may have some scars. I may have some scars. I am here. But I'm here. Still got some circumstances. I'm but I'm still here. Donald Lawrence is one of the greatest, I think. Donald Lawrence. I yeah. love Donald. I love that you said him first, <laughs> yes. too. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I, I do. And Hezekiah Walker would bring the energy. Every praise. Every praise. Every praise. Is to our God. Is to our God. 
And Ricky Dillard would also present that uh, uh, entertainment part of it. Say, I'm bringing all the parts together, you know. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump's writer, you know. Okay, and and going down the line for vocals is Tasha Cobbs that I mentioned before. She's wow, she's one wow. of the leading characters in in, in for me. There is power in the name of Jesus. Then I'd go back and get Shirley Caesar to season it. <laughs> to season it. <laughs> Beans, greens, potato, ham, ham. <laughs> Gotta season it with Pastor Caesar. Hold my mute. Hold my mute. Hold my mute. Yeah, in fact, she, excuse me to answer that, but I'm gonna back up a second and tell you what happened to her. On last year, she was to get my award, and he was not gonna put it on either. And so she had to go speak to him, to Donna, uh, to uh, Don Jackson, and tell him how she was disappointed she was. And she said it so hardly that he put her on, but he didn't put me on to do it. So to present it, and it was my award. And uh, so she said, and then he came, he said, would you walk Shirley Caesar to the, to the stage in her award? I said, no. Why you know? What do you think I am? I'm right. not going to do that. Right. And Shirley said, "Please do it for me. Please do it for me." And I said, "Okay, I will." Okay. Okay. So I walked out with her, and it was one of the exciting parts of the show. Really, when I said, uh, "Yeah, Shirley, we appreciate you, and we like that song you did, Potatoes and <laughs> she said, "She said, let me do it." And, and boy, was she! Did you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And that went viral. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> so putting that putting that together, I would also include some quartet singers, and there's a little guy named Tim Rogers that's yeah. a kind of a secret to mm. uh, He has a style and, and, and we're making presentations that's so obvious. Mm. And Melvin Williams and Doug Williams from the Williams yeah, the Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. The Williams yeah. Brothers, man. <laughs> yeah. So it would be inclusive. And then I'd like to put like a little taste of uh, Jonathan Mac Reynolds. And, oh, you like Jonathan? Yeah, I love Jonathan. He's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way that you love me, the way that you love me is And and that, I mentioned Hezekiah, didn't? Yep. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah. So he's he's so well balanced. I mean, it's, it's technically three Mount Rushmores. Doctor Jones, you just gave me. Okay. But I ain't, I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna, <laughs> he, he, he can extend his you know, Mount can, Rushmore. You know, he can extend it. He's you know, it's a Gospel Music Heritage Month. So. Wait, hold on. I'm, 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 I don't know why I'm curious, but Chuck, what, what would be your Gospel Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Top four of all um, time. Kirk Franklin. Mighty Clouds of Joy. Willie Neal Johnson and the Gospel Keynote. I'm yours! I'm yours! I'm yours! I'm yours! I'm yours! Try it! Old enough to remember him. <laughs> As I, I, my my father left all his records when he left the house, and that's what was there. It was all gospel records. So, Mighty Clouds and Willie Neal Johnson. Ah. And I'm gonna give it to my girl Leandria. Okay. Wow, that's your Mount Rushmore. One of the best of all time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let, me, let me see if I can do this. Let me see if I can do this. Kirk Franklin, the Clark Sisters. Ooh. You brought the sunshine. You brought the sunshine. 
Hawkins family. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna have to give it to the Winans. Oh yeah, Yeah, and by and when I say Winans, it's an all-inclusive Winans. I'm talking about everyone who goes under the name BBCC, the Winans. Mm. That's he, Dr. Jones' favorite. Look at his face. His, his favorite people to wine is right there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did, I, did, I, did I strike a nerve? Did I hit a nerve? No, no, no. no. Okay, good, 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 good. Phil, good. what's, your, what's, your, what's oh. your Mount Rushmore, bro? Mount Rushmore, that's, it's tough. It depends on the day, but I guess today I go with Kirk Franklin. I go with the Clark sisters. Uh, I would also, Donald Lawrence, and this one might throw you off, but I hope you all understand. Aretha. No, I understand. I understand. Oh, yeah, by all means. I understand completely. I would have included Kurt as well. We sound crazy. I feel like we can't go any further without talking about like the legendary groundbreaking record record setting. Bobby Jones Gospel. Yes, the, the, the TV show, man. But I, I, but Claude, before we go into, I just gotta acknowledge that the network BET yeah. launched on January twenty fifth, nineteen eighty, the same year I was born. Same year I was born. <laughs> okay, and but also two days later, this series Bobby Jones Gospel launched on the network. So literally, this show was the, on the, the ground of the foundation, the yeah. flagship series of Black yeah. Entertainment but, Television. Yes, yeah. I don't think many people realize that. That is it was Bob Johnson and, and I that started the network, actually. And mine was the first show, and he had, you know, we communicated about it. I didn't even know about cable mm. because it wasn't that widespread at the time. And uh, he asked, uh, they, took, they took the uh, copy of the show. I was doing a show here in Nashville called, called The Nashville Gospel. Mm. And, and I had, you know, just regular people from Nashville on the show, and they took that show to New Orleans where Bob Johnson was there looking for some black um, presentations of any sort. Mm. And, and there were none there other than my show. <laughs> and Perfect he called and, and called and said, uh, Dr. Jones, I saw your show, and I would like to put it on my network. I said, oh, yeah? What kind of network is it? <laughs> w5, West, W5 or something like that. And, and I said, oh, sure, anything to get out of Nashville, you know. Wow. So, so he did, and, um, and it, that started. That started. No other. No other. It was just my show. And, and they had uh, a soccer team of some sort that he would play. We came on like 2 or 3 in the morning mm -hmm. uh, for this satellite mm -hmm. show. And so that's, that's how it got started. And and the, the the revenue that came in during the whole process of of launching it over and over again came from Bobby Jones Gospel. That's what they had to sell. Unbelievable. And before he even started, they started producing their own shows. You know, when they got the studio there, and mm. then that's when the, that's when the, uh, he started the hip hop movement. I guess you know that. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's how that, that, that makes started. it double legendary. Because I mean, you're talking about what launched BET. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, many shows came and went in between. Mm -hmm. The beginning of BT and 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 the how how many years was the run? 30, 35. 35 years yeah. of of genuine content that really always felt like it was like it was your hour. It was your time 
for you, I'm speaking speaking to you, about you mm-hmm. to really showcase what you wanted the world to see. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel it didn't feel orchestrated or like I, that's why I was that's why I was allowed to watch it. My mom was like, okay, you can watch you can watch Dr. Bobby Jones' Gospel, but then turn it <laughs> off and let's go to church. But that's real. It was it was at a time when, especially apart from even what's happening what's happening on the secular side, that's how we learned the bar of what was great, what was what, what what things sounded like, what it looked like, how to perform when you went to your church for rehearsal. Like you were watching that to see what Kirk was doing, what this choir was doing, what new songs were coming out, what what information they were giving during your interviews that we that you would always have after their performance. Like all that stuff was key information for us. Like. Yeah. We were learning and growing from that. Like we built our 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 musical encyclopedias and careers off of that knowledge from watching that show every Sunday. You know that's amazing to hear you say that, and because we didn't realize what was going on with that, mm. and uh, it, it, it it now that I retired from BET, mm. f- from the top of the line people in the business tell that same story it's the truth. that you tell, mm. and and and. It just, we didn't realize that. I was the producer and the host. Mm. I invited all the guests in and the kind of music that we would use. And uh, it felt that way. Did, did it? Yeah, it did. Yes. It really did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it felt it, like someone cared about what, what, what they were presenting to you. So I wanted it to be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, and, and sometimes when you do television shows and things like that, you, you fashion it. Right, and and I didn't want it fashioned. I wanted the people to be able to express themselves like we do, mm-hmm. and when we hear gospel music, that they want to shout, they want to dance, or whatever it is. Because I'm Methodist, and we didn't do that. <laughs> so wait, you didn't? I was, I was I was about to ask you what what about growing up in the uh, United? It was United Methodist, right? Uh, CME. CME. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what about growing up in CME prepared you for the, the nothing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not one thing. <laughs> no, because we were, we were emulating white people. You yeah, know, that's yeah, yeah. Just, you know, m- most of us, the blacks in America, they white people were our role models. Mm. You know, they taught us how to, you know, the what they considered the proper way to eat, to, mm-hmm. to, to do sin. And this is what we yeah, patterned yeah, yeah. after, you know. Mm-hmm. And we even wanted our hair to be like them. We wanted mm-hmm. everything. We wanted our skin to be white. We used things to get make your skin lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, all Crazy. those things that came, you know, came down. Mm-hmm. Like that, so I wasn't prepared from the Methodist Church because we were trying to sing hymns. Nobody mm-hmm. could read, could read a note in the piano player. <laughs> but, but we would be, you know, we were trying to sing the hymns. You yeah, know. yeah. Doo, 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 I grew up Episcopal, the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Same, yeah, yeah. Pipe yeah. organs and choirs. Yeah. yeah. And I came to Nashville and I went to this Baptist church. This woman wanted somebody to come play with the Sunday school. My aunt had a piano in her house. I, I stayed with them, mm-hmm. and she played by ear. And and I thought that oh, the sound that is wonderful. So I I sat on the piano and taught myself how to play the piano, and and this woman announced on the radio station that she wanted to have someone to come to play for their Sunday school session, and I told my aunt I said I'm gonna go do it I'm gonna go do it, and so I went to the church and I I played with three fingers and and and, and one yeah, and one and main one, one yeah. on the on the lower end, mm-hmm. and I played Jesus keeping near the cross and pass me not a gentle savior. That's all I knew in keys of F and C. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that's how it, it, it had to have been something that God wanted me to do. Right. And so I kept on trying, you know, to play different songs and mm. sing with the choir. And the choir became one of the best choirs in Nashville. And I couldn't believe all this was happening. Nobody in Paris, that's where I'm from, Paris, Tennessee. Paris, Tennessee. Yeah, Henry in Paris. And and they couldn't believe what was happening. Wow. You know, and that's how that came about. 
Wow. <laughs> so the, the contributions that I made from CME, as far as gospel is concerned, was not there. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We sound crazy. In the early 90s, on, uh, during uh, while you were taping Bobby Jones' gospel, Vicky Maglatiad, mm-hmm. uh, founder of Gospel Centric Records, approached you backstage about this new young artist she was excited about. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, y'all, the show was apparently already booked, overbooked. Mm-hmm. There was no space on the show. Right. That artist who Dr. Jones made space for was Kirk Franklin. What? <laughs> on all of our Rush- Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See? Do you remember that day when Vicky approached you? Like, I got this artist out of Dallas. Like, do, What do you remember about that time? Just like it was yesterday. Wow. Mm. Uh, because of the impact that happened after that. Wow. You know, uh, um, I finally said yes, of course, that we'll, we'll put him on. And so when he came on and they started, he, he did a slow song first, and then he came out and said, "Jesus, go Jesus, go Jesus, go. Go Jesus. And the audience was like, <gasps> and they all stood up and they started. And I looked at Al Hobbs, that was one of my assistants at the time, and Murdy. I said, did you see that boy? what he's doing? And they went absolutely crazy. And and then the next thing I knew, Vicky was putting together the reason why we sing, mm. and and I said, he's on mainstream radio. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? And Vicky said, you gave him a chance to to do this, and I saw him performing. I saw the audience responding to him, and I decided that we could make this crossover thing, and that's how Kirk Franklin wow. came about. Hello. And, and the nice thing about Kirk is he tells the story. He does. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of people, Don't, other yeah, people, yeah, they, 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 they're shy about wanting to tell things, you know. That's, yeah. I did tell Kirk next time he wants to bring you out to his festival to make sure you first class, though. I did tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell him to do that. Make sure the, Dr. Jones is in the first class cabin. Just for anybody, you know. Dr. Jones Kirk, was, was told, flying coach. I don't like no, that. I'm just saying. Just saying. I want to just make sure. It should be private planes. It should, that, be, it should be the well, just make sure, you know, it's first class accommodations across please, the board. Please, please, please. So shout out to Kirk Franklin. He's a friend to the podcast. That's an, that's a, that's an amazing oh. story because, though, you don't get those origin, those true origin stories very often. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. But you it don't. was it was a lot of those artists that came through BET and and, and our gospel show mm-hmm. that that people didn't know about or if they heard their music they didn't know what they looked like. Right. You That's know? A, that, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of, for me, I didn't know what they looked like until mm-hmm. I watched the show. Right. Or how they moved. A lot of it was it was, it was everything it was fashion. It was everything because you we took all that and then inserted into our individual churches wherever we were living because. I was I was run, I was in charge of choirs and stuff. I'm like, oh look, I just saw this on on Bobby Jones. So and Kirk was doing this, so we gotta come hard because we gotta turn up. So yeah. it really was influencing culture. Hmm. And I chose some singers from Nashville that were really really great singers. I wanted it to be a certain way. I just had that in me. I want this is the way I wanted to look. And this is the way because when I'd go to some concerts, some of the things that they did I didn't like. Mm. Uh, I thought it would be insulting to to other people. So I didn't want that kind of presentation. So I chose this heavy set girl because a lot of gospel singers are heavyset. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to feel good about themselves. So she was meticulously dressed, mm-hmm. you know, makeup and all of that, and could sing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you had a, you had a vision <laughs> yeah. for how you yeah. wanted to even look like that in the representation. Yeah. I didn't realize in, it was that. Yeah, in the presentation of the music, because I knew that it needed to be spiritual as well as culturally. Because the, the other churches, like my Methodist for Folk, mm-hmm. they didn't like gospel music. Mm. In fact, when I was coming through this this business, they wouldn't allow 
us to have to be, nobody to bring drums or anything but mm. an organ and a piano. Mm-hmm. That was the only kind of music you could make mm. in those churches. I think the Pentecostals may have had tamarines, mm-hmm. but no drums and none of that was allowed. It was way on up into the 80s. Before, see, people don't even know that. No, you couldn't bring those instruments in the church. They said it was the devil's music. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. crazy. Yeah, and and don't mention the Pentecostals. You know, the other churches outside of the, I, I don't know the history and all of, of Pentecostals because they have different kinds. You mm-hmm. know, uh, um, they they didn't know that this was a part of their worship service. We used to make fun of them. They had a little. Pentecostal church in my little town of about mm. 400 people, and we'd go there to make fun because <laughs> <laughs> they would dance and fall out, you know, and mm. sit out and sweat and all, you know, and we'd go home laughing and, you see that, you know, and and didn't know that this was a real thing for them. It, w- it was interesting how it grew, but then when I got the show, I, I said, it's, it's got to be real. Mm. It's got, you know, you got to see the real deal. And, and, uh, that's what I wanted to do. And so I brought in different quartets. Of course, quartet and gospel is two different styles, you know, mm-hmm. of course. And and I, then I wanted to bring another sound of a hymn in. Then I wanted to bring the spiritual in mm-hmm. and, and and then present them as, as a climb in how musical, spiritually speaking, should be presented to the people to let them know, yeah, there are spirituals which happened first. The slaves started that. And a lot of people who talk about this music, they, they don't have, they don't understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. The oldest the slaves think us when they didn't. <laughs> you, know, you know, you have to look at the progression of what happened during that yeah. period. Right. And then, of course, when after Thomas Dorsey brought that blues sound into the church, mm-hmm. oh, man, did they go off on him and the people who were singing it. And it took a, it took a while for them to, to get them to allow them to sing with just the piano mm. and, and those voices that Thomas, that Thomas Darcy mm-hmm. put together. And then it started in Chicago, Illinois, at this, at this Baptist church. And then it moved to Detroit, from Detroit to Philadelphia, Philadelphia to New York, and then back over to Newark, New Jersey. There was a trail of how this music was presented, the gospel music. Sally Martin, who was a good friend of mine, an older lady, and Willie Mae Ford Smith. Mm-hmm. Willie Mae Ford Smith was out of St. Louis, Missouri, and Sally was out of Chicago. They took the sheet music from the music that Darcy would write and sell that sheet music for 10 cent a copy to, mm-hmm. to, the, to the people who had the choirs around the country. And so that's how that music got spread, you know, through that. And then eventually, then the, the, the Pentecostals, you know, they like to dance anyway. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> 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 and they do a, a whole lot of other things. They they speak a language that we don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so then, then, then they they caught on to the to the swing of the Dorsey uh, elements, mm-hmm. and they started using that music. So then it just began to spread and spread. But it wasn't it wasn't until about fifteen years that I did Bobby Jones Gospel that that the urban markets didn't have it. And people didn't know that that was out there. Wow. And we had been doing it on just, just markets like Nashville. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, when, it, when it hit Chicago, when, when Bob Johnson then finally got it to, into the urban, because it took a while. Mm-hmm. 15 years I'm doing this show and people didn't even know it unless they lived in Florida or Texas. Those were the two biggest states that, wow. carried, that carried cable TV. Mm. And so then they were able to witness uh, the, the blacks then uh, when, you know. Yeah, they found They got first. some black folk on there because there were no blacks. Affirmative action was the reason that I was able to get that show on, on, on Nashville on, on an NBC affiliate station. 
Hmm. They they had to they have had to a, diversify. Yeah, diversify. And so we came at the right time. Right. To 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 say yes, you can have a half hour show. So we did it. And it That's became crazy. number one at that time on the on, on in Nashville. It became number one. And 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 some other stuff I'll tell you about it later uh, that happened between uh, the black people and their lack of support or whatever in the city, mm-hmm. you know. That, that and, happens too, though, um, unfortunately. Yeah, it does. So after after it hit Chicago and, and Bob Johnson, them, they started making that money. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept it going. That show brought in the revenue wow. to create a Donny Simpson and all the rest of those people who had those well, hello. shows. Hello. And we were paid, I produced, I had to find places in Nashville where we could record the show. So they let me have it at Channel 4 for a little while, this NBA affiliate. Then then we had to leave there. Then we went to Channel 2, we went to Channel 5, and then into Channel 8, which is a public service television. And we had to pay for that ourselves. What? Yeah. The money that Bob Johnson gave us was wouldn't have paid for one show. Wow. And we Man. did all of that, and the, and the singers were for free. That whole time? The whole time. Never got a dime. And people thought that we were rich. Wait. I'm, this is, I'm shocked by this. That's crazy. Well, Dr. Jones, I do want to tell you that uh, Bob Johnson can pay you back now. <laughs> he, he sure can. can. Pay you back. He, got, he got a little change in the account. So. Reparations? 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 Billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, billionaire. Unbelievable. Never really did. And and how they, they after Viacom bought BET, yeah. um, they wouldn't let me produce the shows anymore. They wanted in-house producers to do, to do the show. It's fine with me. But they still didn't give any money. I, and they, he, he wanted me to have six singers, and they were going to allot a certain amount of money for those six singers and, and, the, and the little band. Mm. And so I said, no, sir. I said, I, I, I don't use just the six singers now. I use a choir. choir right. Yeah. And uh, they said, well, no, we can't do that. I said, well, we got to work something out. He said, "Okay, the money that I give you for those six singers, you can have it, and that we that we'll give it for the choir." He said, "And we'll bring them, we'll fly them in, and we'll feed them and put them in a hotel." From that day to the day we left, that's how it worked. That's crazy. Y- y'all can't tell right. this. That they the people just didn't know. I spent so much of the little money that I made with McGraw Hill. And, and other situations to support. And I'm doing the same thing now. Mm. That's insane. And and so after the, you know, a friend of mine said, uh, Dr. Jones, have you thought about your exit strategy? I said, uh, no, I'll do it as long as I have me, you know. And uh, I thought about it. I said, well, maybe I should think about that. And I did. And I said, I'll go 35 years. And I told them, and then they started, the people B2 started crying, oh, you don't leave us. You know, they didn't want to lose that, that money. But um, uh, that's that's how that happened. So here comes another network. This black guy in, in Detroit, Michigan, start, has the only black satellite network in America. Impact. Impact mm-hmm. TV. Ah. So I switched and went to Impact. Okay. Uh, well, I went to Word first, the yeah. Word Network, mm-hmm. and then to Impact because of a guy named um, uh, Jackson. Mm-mm. Um, 
how could I ever not think call his name right now? But he was the one that was working with the Word Network. Okay. And uh, he he brought me in. He wanted to do it all the time. He would have been falling behind me. I didn't know what he wanted. <laughs> and so that's how that happened. And then he left Word and went to Impact, and that's, that's what we're doing now. And the only reason I'm doing these shows now is to keep some gospel music on television. Okay. I thought during the period that I was doing gospel music that there would be people like Walter Hawkins and Andre Crouch and all of them that were real known people. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to come on and, did, you know, and I was going to say, oh, God, I'm going to lose my show. It's these people coming to it. <laughs> but they never did. Yeah, yeah. Not one. Mm. And uh, so it, I knew that it was spiritually led. Yeah. That's the only thing I can give it to. Crazy! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The last season of the show, I had my mom and one of my aunts come up to D.C. to witness the last season on BET of Bobby Jones Gospel. And it was amazing. It was incredible to see just everyone, uh, artists, label executives, songwriters, everyone come out to celebrate. Mm. And at the conclusion of the weekend, of the last taping, there was an amazing dinner, good food. Everyone's in there. Kirk is in there. Mm-hmm. Isaac Carey's in there. And of course, Dr. Jones was at the center. Vicky, uh, Vicky Winans was there. And Donnie McClurkin was in the building. <laughs> oh, Lord. And there was a moment that I wish I could have got some video footage. <laughs> but I could, they, they made, Stephen Hill made us all turn off our phones. Yeah. Because Donnie McClurkin decided to take the podium. Not asked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took it. Took it. <laughs> Literally took the podium and went on to tell how he never liked Dr. Jones. Wait, what? For years. Oh yeah. At your at his at, celebration. At his celebration. Wait, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Tell the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. So so we're all like, oh my God, like he's you know, shout out to Donnie McClurk, but he literally sat there and talked about he had this issue with Dr. Jones. And the thing was, it was nothing that Dr. Jones had done. It mm. was just this issue that he, a beef that he made, that he being Donnie McClurkin manufactured. And t- he sat in front of the room and told this story. And we were all like, oh my God. So I was like, man, like. Was he was drunk? Like, no, he was sober. Mm. He was sober. But the, that was part of the good part. <laughs> the highlight for us all was when Dr. Bobby Jones took the stage to accept and celebrate everyone and to celebrate a momentous 35 years. And he personally acknowledged everyone who spoke before him, Vicki Winans and Kirk Franklin. Do you remember what you said to Donnie McClurkin? Because it was, it, we were literally, I was in stitches. It was. Well, I, I'm, I'm sorry that you didn't like me, but I didn't know you. I- <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know you. I don't who, know you. Who were you? Right. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean yeah. You're, so you're basically you're mad at nothing because I don't even know who you are. Yeah, I had no idea who he was and didn't That's care. Crazy. And didn't care. <laughs> he said it didn't care. But he did come to me and tell me that uh, I, I, I didn't like you. I said, well, what? What was up? I don't know. I just didn't like you. I said, well, I think you just wanted a TV show yourself, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But um, he never did tell me. 
But anyway, that's so, so, dis- that's so, so disrespectful. So it was so funny, but just his clapback. I said, Dr. Jones' clapback game. It was like, 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 like he was getting more bars. Like he literally went down each row and just talked. It was it was amazing, but that was a funny oh, one. <laughs> funny. It was funny. Then, then he apologized. I would hope so. Yeah, he did. And uh, he said, because he said, I would never do your show. I said, well, good. <laughs> we, had plenty, we had plenty to do. He, he was messing with the wrong person. He probably read me wrong. You know, you know how people look at you. And of think course, they know you, of course. You know, so. I, your show was certainly not hurting. <laughs> well, that's that. We'll put it like that. Yeah, but that's that's a, a little history of of how uh, it came from Nashville and into D.C. to Bob Johnson. And, interesting, and and on and on. And the, the the interesting thing about it was now this is the serious part. Mm. After I decided that I was going to do this, and I the last show I was. Uh, when we did the rehearsal and they had formed some cloud, things like a cloud and I was supposed to walk up these steps and go out with the cloud like I'm going out of the cloud, mm-hmm. that in the rehearsal part, it affected me. Mm-hmm. But during the, rehe- during the show part, I guess because I had done it, mm-hmm. it didn't affect me at much, as much until I walked down that last step in the back of the stage. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my God. And I looked out at the audience and Isaac Carey was just bent over the stage crying. I looked at the camera. It's so hard for me to tell it. I looked at the camera people, and they were crying, and everything was kind of, you know, it was it was interesting. And 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 um, the producers of the show, they wanted. There was two women. They wanted me not to help produce my own show. Mm. Uh, and so they did some things that I didn't like, but we didn't fall out. But they they were really kind of glad that I was going to leave because mm. <laughs> that the, somebody was going to take over the next show. But after that, these uh, a year afterwards, after I, I suggested that Ty Tribute be, be the host, mm. they had three people they brought to me that they that said which which one of these three? they were okay, Kirk Franklin, Isaac Carey, and Ty Tribute. Mm-hmm. And I suggested Ty because he had come into one of our shows and he he set up a scene that he wanted to, to I thought it was just magic how he did that. Mm. And so I, I thought, okay, use Ty Tribute. After Ty Tribute did about three or four shows, it went, they had the lowest ratings that they had of any show. In the history of the network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Really? In the and history yeah. of the network? Mm-hmm. And his literally is one of the lowest rated shows. My mom's still mad. Like she was like, <laughs> she can't listen to nothing Ty Tribbett to this day. And I love Ty. I mean, but it's, my mom's like, man, who's this guy? And he don't Sunday morning. That ain't Bobby Jones. I ain't, you know, I'm like, man, he, Bobby, Dr. Jones endorsed him. She like, man, nah, man, it's on it's on sit right. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, but it's literally one of the lowest rated shows in the network's history. Mm-hmm. And so then they took it off. Yeah. You know, period. Okay. And so, but after after that, after a year. And I'm, I'm talking about Ty was gone after six shows or so. He was it was gone. Mm. Every one of those people that were in charge of BET got fired. From the CEO, they didn't say she got fired, but she did. Mm. They were uh, going to uh, 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 Stephen Hill, mastermind. Mm. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Let him go. And all of the other staff people that were working on our show, every single one was let go wow. from BET. So what did that say to me? That said, thank you, Jesus, for letting me 
get out of there. Mm. Gracefully <laughs> and respectfully the way you deserve to. But you got love for BET. I mean, I, I saw you at the uh, BET Awards this year, so I know there's still you're still on good terms with BET. Yeah. Yeah. And love BET. I have to. Look yeah, what right. they did yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm all over the world. Mm. You know, but they still they still follow me on impact. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Japan. Uh, I can't go through the, all the countries that we went to. Worldwide. You know, and how can I, it, had it not been for BET, right. yeah. that wouldn't have happened to me. I can't be a fool. Right. You know, and that's what a fool would do to not appreciate, you know, because you didn't do make this and make that. But I did make. Yeah. It just didn't come from them. Mm -hmm. But they gave me the avenue, avenue yeah. to do the things that I needed to do. That's and I good. hope somebody who's listening to this now will understand, if if you don't follow your mind and follow your spiritual uh, uh, acknowledgments and things, sometimes you'll miss it. Mm. Because I've had, you know, people didn't like certain groups that would come on the show. I didn't like them. I didn't do that. Well, Kirk can't sing. Mm. <laughs> and he's the leader of the, the whole industry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then don't even try. Sometimes he'll try to do a few little things, but it doesn't necessarily take that. And mm. only one person has tried to follow him, and then the, they, he did well too, James Fortune. Mm. You know, he can't, he talks. He doesn't sing. Yeah, he talks. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken word. Yeah. We sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Rejoice with me. That's uh, Dr. Bobby Jones. Yeah, man. Yeah, with featuring Faith Evans. Faith Evans. Yeah, yeah. we love Faith. Yeah, I do too. Faith can sing, sing. You know what, Dr. Jones, I really want to commend you because from the beginning of your recording career, because we talk so often about you as a television host and producer, mm -hmm. you've done Broadway as well, producing wise. But as a recording artist, you were a trailblazer. Because the music you recorded, and I'm going back to like early 80s at this point, mm -hmm. like it was more contemporary Christian music, mm -hmm. which I know you faced some criticism at that point. I did. And you connected with uh, this amazing artist who was actually a fan of your show in the early 80s, Barbara Mandrell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, Talk to us about, I mean- this, I love Barbara Mandrell. Barbara Mandrell, because Dr. Jones won his first Grammy and her first Grammy, her, her first That's and her, only okay. Grammy. And the only Grammy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think, 84. Yes, it yeah, was, 84. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we were recording in a studio, in Nashville, a studio in Nashville, and Barbara Mandrell was recording in, recording in the same studio, mm -hmm. and, and we met up in the hallway. And uh, she was just surprised that we were there, and she said, oh, man, I love you. And then I knew that she had worked with Andre Crouch. Okay. And I knew she liked gospel music. Okay. So um, we thought that it would be good that I ask her would she sing a song with us. <laughs> Why not, right? And, and, yeah, she was eager, mm. you know, to do it. So, uh, I, I, and uh, and from that point, she called uh, her father called me after a while and said that Barbara's was open in uh, in uh, Las Vegas at uh, one of the casinos there, and would would we sing with her? Mm -hmm. And so at that time, I had just uh, six singers, I think, six to, six or seven, whatever. And we said yes. And we'd become the star of her show. That's crazy. <laughs> and you know the song we did? Uh, we did background with yeah. her, but we were backstage on the background part. Then she introduced us as a, as a group. For eight years, we were at Bailey's. Uh, Wait, Bobby Don Dr. Bobby Don was in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Marquis, Marquis. Yeah. Big, big I did life. not know that. Crazy. <laughs> Bobby Jones in New Life, right under Barbara Mandrell's name. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Keep going. This is, this is too good. It's too good. 
And so the song that we sang was Call Him Up, Tell Him What You Want. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, and, and the white audience, I mean, they gagged. <laughs> they were, she, when she, here's this white woman and this black man, these black women, and some big ones at that. And here we, go. <laughs> <laughs> we sound crazy. This is history. This is, we have to talk about these things and let people know real time. We have to celebrate and inform and educate. And this is super important. But Barbara Mandrell, like, that's so legendary. Le- le- just, Dr. Bobby Jones oh, yeah. in Vegas is still blowing my mind. It's, it's crazy. It's blowing my mind. I love eight that. Years, eight, eight years in Vegas. Come on. I love that. But the Saints weren't ready for that. You know what I mean? Like, the Saints were not, you know. So you won your, your first Grammy uh, with Come Together with Barbara Mandrell and the gospel community because of the performances in Vegas mm-hmm. and just felt like, oh, that's not, you know, holy. And then, you know, is this musically not gospel? Which is so interesting to me that people feel like they can quant, you know, qualify or quantify or describe what is what gospel, gospel what, what, yeah, what yeah, it should yeah. be. And because in that category that year, it was the, I think the Clark sisters were your in the category, the Winans. The Winans. Yeah. Because <laughs> 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 Mar- Marvin wasn't happy. Okay, so he was not happy. So what, so what we're saying is, well, it was why wasn't happy? Because he lost. He lost mm-hmm. to Dr. Jones and Barbara Mandrell, and he was one of the people who I, in my research, advocated to actually try to get. The song removed when it was on the nominee ballot, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but also post Dr. Jones' win, he also advocated to try to get the Grammy taken back. Wait, what? Allegedly. Oh yeah. Okay. All of that. Yeah. All of that like campaign loss. Yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was not. It was. It was not nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Dang. Yeah. After. after Where's the after, love, brother? Where's the love? And the wine has never appeared on Bobby Jones Gospel. I mean, no, BB and CC did, but not the brothers. Yeah, not the brothers. Wow. And, what? And, and, and Marvin finally came. It was in my last my last season. Yeah. He came and and we talked about it. Mm. But they they treated us uh, uh, after we won the Grammy. Yeah, uh, just one other guy that was with me when we got it, and we went to the restaurant where everybody was, and they, they didn't respond to us, and and uh, we knew what was going on, but, you know, yeah, that happened. That wow, it's just it's so many stories. When it's I, bonkers. It's, it's crazy. Can you imagine? Like, it just that's the unfortunate part about you would think in the gospel community that it would just be a celebration for whomever unity, that brings, right. yeah, unity. Yeah, we're all mm-hmm. for the same cause and same purpose. So that's that's disappointing to hear. Mm-hmm. That's so disappointing. But I did I didn't respond to it. I did I did that situation like I did with Donna McClurkin. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. We're going to acknowledge a, a good wine is in this one. Priscilla, CC Winans. You know, I love, love CC. That's how you met Whitney. Yes. Yes. How'd you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Here at We Sound Crazy, <laughs> the homework gets done. Yeah. We, we, do our we do our research. Over here, Dr. Yeah. Jones. So, yeah. Whitney Houston, I like Sissy's daughter. Too. Yeah. What do you remember? I know CC was the one who made the introduction, but. Yeah, but see, I knew, I knew Sissy, uh, uh, Whitney's mother. Uh, uh, long before I met her, mm. and uh, because she came and did my show, you know, Patty LaBelle and all those people, everybody came, came to do Bobby Jones Gospel. We could get over it, you know. And uh, so, um, CC and BB uh, did not have a reaction to me about the Grammy situation. So we were still friends. Mm. Uh, they they took it as they should have. And and that that settled out. And their mother loves me. The Lords, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Lords. Yeah, and hey. I love her. Yeah. So that that's how that smoothed itself out. 
So one time uh, in in D.C., I was at the White House about five times with mm. with the Republicans. <laughs> but, Listen, you're at the White House, period. Yeah. And so B.B. was there, you mm. know, and uh, no, uh, uh, Marvin was there. Okay. So, uh, uh, for something, I don't know what it was. Anyway, I had a seat kind of like down front because mm. the president and I were good friends. Believe it or not, uh, because of the TV <laughs> this, show. This is George Bush. Which George, one? George, George Bush. Which, which president? Which president? The second one. George W. Oh, George. Yeah, okay. Got yeah, it. yeah. Okay. And you know, because he come we when our things when you meet them all. Like, mm. Hey, Barbara, we watched your show last night. I said, No, Mr. <laughs> president, no, you did. Laura, 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 tell me that they didn't watch watch the show. She, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a seat up front, and, and, was, and some people were not there at that time. So mm. I invited Marvin to come up and sit there. Oh, and, man. You know, and let's, awesome. let's talk. And I said, how's your mom? You know, I'm old enough to be your father. <laughs> you know? Just a reminder. Show <laughs> yeah. some respect. And, and he, he respected that. So we that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice olive branch. That's the way you have to do it. And, 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 and also a nice flex. Like, I was able to invite him up to the front seat at the White House <laughs> event I was at. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like you, it. You, it's you, very subtle. You were honored by the White House, right? Yes. What, what kind of honor was that? Um... I have to look at my proclamation okay. and tell you what it was, but it was for television and gospel music. Man, that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. We were there five, five times, five or six times. That's incredible. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Is, I got to ask, and this is a question I always wanted to know, because you've had so many artists on the show, not only in gospel, but people who were influenced and are just gospel, i.e. Patty and just so many. Was there anyone, any guest that you wish you could have had on the show, but you were not able to secure. But whether it was just scheduling or whatever reason, like it's is a great it, question. Yeah, mm. anyone. And, and on her way, they turned around and went back. Mm. And she is. She was a great friend of mine. Uh, she. I did all of her uh, revivals that she would have in Detroit, Michigan. You talking about Miss Aretha? Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin Damn. never did. Never did the show. Never did. Never did the show. Oh, she was on her way at one time. Because we were friends. Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, Bobby, I'm coming. I'm coming. But she never did the show. That's the only one. I mean, is that's there the a reason, main one. Is there a reason why? Is it timing? I don't know. Mm. We never discussed it. <laughs> <laughs> but but how, how legendary is it that you friends with Aretha? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's... and Because in your book, you talk about... You know, going to Detroit and being part of her events, and I mean, Aretha would let Dr. Bobby Jones close. Yeah. Him and the choir would close. Yeah, yeah. she would literally perform before him. Mm-hmm. Go change clothes. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody to stay. Yeah, right. And How my- did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> but but hey, I- <laughs> it's in your book. It's in your book. Oh, it's in- I'm just. Oh. Re- I'm re- <laughs> <laughs> You've been standing around. Y'all can read this to make a joyful noise. Twenty-five, my twenty-five years uh, in gospel is available now. You can Kindle it. You can get it on Amazon. But but in the book, you talk about Aretha and just the friendship and the Mm -hmm. bond and just. But the fact that Aretha, the Aretha Franklin, the queen that we all know, yes, was like, now you know what. Y'all close, Dr. Bobby Jones. Y'all close. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go sing before y'all. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go change clothes and sit down. And enjoy, enjoy like this. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. Mm. And uh, and we looked at each other. It scared us to death. We thought all the people would be leaving and whatever, you know. But no, 
they stayed. did not. They stayed. And- because they knew. They knew. <laughs> well, if, if Aretha says stay because I got something for you, then she. I talked about her after it was over to her. To her. You know, mm-hmm. we were friends. Yeah. But she, but we, but, and she just fell out laughing. I said, she's like, I can't tell you what we talk, what I said. But she, <laughs> <laughs> I called her name. Why did you? <laughs> you know, you we're not supposed to sing after you. Why did you right, do right. that to me? I had Stephanie Mills there. Stephanie Mills. There's about three or four major artists mm-hmm. that were there. I think Stephanie gonna, and they, Tremaine was there too. Yeah, Tremaine? Yeah, Tremaine. yeah, Tremaine. Mm-hmm. Was, and they were going to sing with us yes. because mm. we thought we had to be that you know powerful to come behind right. uh, Aretha. And but she took them. <laughs> They sang with her. She called them out to uh, sing with her to it and took them away from us. <laughs> and set, but set you up to close for she her. She just wanted Bobby Jones and New Life. That's who it was. Mm, she just wow. said, you know, and I had them Pentecostal girls, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Going in. They went in. <laughs> the Pentecostal girls, they died. And, and her son was the first one to hit the floor. He danced with her, you know. So with, her name was Nawana Dunlap, and she could play all the instruments and things like that. It, it, it ended up, it was fun, of course, because mm. we were friends, you know. But I, I but I let her have it about that. I said, you would, how dare you to do <laughs> Come on before me, and you know you. <laughs> you know. One of the few people that could, that, that could let Aretha Franklin have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No one, no one can say that sentence. I let Aretha Franklin have it. Besides Dr. Bobby Jones, oh. we sound crazy. But Aretha's not the only icon that you interfaced with and had a friendship with. There was a show before Bobby Jones Gospel. I'm going back to the '70s at this point. Let's do that. Bobby Jones World. You, you looking at me like here? Oh no, <laughs> Bobby Jones World. The Jacksons were on this show. What? Stevie Wonder was on this show. Wait. What, am I am I Mar- telling the truth, Doctor Jones? Mar- Marilyn McCool. Yes, that's and, and Billy Davis. And, yeah, yeah. This is a series. Wait, of wait, wait, wait. This wait, is a show wait, before wait. Bobby Jones Gospel. This was like Doctor Jones has been a television host and producer. I would say since early seventies because that first show was Fun City Five. Yeah, and just so much history. But just to think that you actually had a show that had the Jacksons mm-hmm. and Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. musical icons. Yeah. And Billy That's Davis cool. and Marilyn McCoy. And Billy Davis and Marilyn McCoy. We're going to put some respect Absolutely. on their name, too. But just meeting so many celebrities, have you ever been starstruck? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> really? Ooh, ooh, oh, us. God. I, uh, with Patti LaBelle, mm. uh, Dionne Warwick. Dionne Warwick took, took the train from Newark to D.C. to be a part of our show by herself. Wow. Really? Yeah. And left part of her clothes and then she had to wear one of my uh, singer's uh, shirts. (laughs) 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 And Dion, the Wagner, you're talking about being starstruck? That's That's crazy. She's a legend. And and the the Whispers, the twins and Mm -hmm. the Whispers, Yeah, 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 yeah. they, they had to sing on our show because their mother said, please. Do see if you can get on Bobby Jones. So mm-hmm. the whispers. So Al Green was one of the first big names. That's mm-hmm. when you know, all this, this just came. You, yeah. you, you still you still sound so surprised that they wanted to take time out to do your show. Yeah, I never got over things like that. <laughs> That's awesome though. Yeah. That 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 excitement is still there. Oh, it is. It is. Everyone loved you. I mean, and 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 not only do they love you, but they they love you to the point where they wanted to come be a part of it. Well, I, that's, I that's, was a that's Christian. Unique and powerful. Yeah. In yeah. every way. Yeah. And, and and a lot of other ones that names that I didn't call mm-hmm. that that came to do the show on BET. But we didn't know that that show was we knew we were number one. Mm-hmm. 
uh, because they come out in the prints, you know. But we didn't know the impact. It, neither did we kind of like consider it because it was gospel and gospel was not looked at like, because when Bob Johnson then would do the major shows, mm -hmm. they wouldn't put us on there. <laughs> and, so and you know, that it wasn't that interesting. Yeah. And we were his number one show. They never did. He's, do, he's doing like Don Jackson. <laughs> you know. Shout out to Don Jackson and the Stella Awards. <laughs> oh, Lord. We sound crazy. Yeah, I got to celebrate one of my favorites, Marvin Gaye. So I, I, I played that. Just because, Dr. Jones, we know you from, like I said, gospel music. We know you from the television shows. You even produced on Broadway. But the other thing people might not know that's in the book. Here he goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jones can throw a party. Oh, oh, really? The Saturday night parties were legendary. What? This is all in the book. This is, I'm not telling this business. This is public record. <laughs> Saturday night parties turned up. Okay, so... Ted Lang, the Love Boat was in there. Uh, Bernadette Stannis, who played Thelma on Good Times. Like, oh, wow. I mean, like it was celebs in there, like dignitaries, like people, government officials. Like this was a real Saturday night at Dr. Jones' crib. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, what? That's crazy. So I, yeah. what I want to know is when? When is the movie coming? I, out? I'm, I, I, I'm really about I, I to say. I need the movie. I need the movie. Your life would be an amazing. Should be. Phil, hint, hint, hint. No, I actually said an amazing I mean, movie at, at the screening for Marvin Sapp's biopic. I on the stage, and I'll say it here on yeah, the podcast. I said to Dr. Jones, "I want to do your biopic." Yeah. Since that time, I've talked to Kirk Franklin about producing it together. Genius. That's Ooh, a great idea. I so, would love that. Yeah, that's so great. we'll we'll offline. But y'all heard it here first when we sound crazy. But, but we, wait, wait, and, and I want to do it with BET. I feel like that's where we need rightfully to- Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And they Absolutely. better open up the budget, too. Yeah, I'm not yes. worried. Yeah. I'm not Scott Mills. <laughs> open up the Scott budget. Mills. Open up the budget. Scott yeah. Mills, Connie Orlando, Rose Catherine Pinckney. Y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> open, open, up that, open up that purse. Let's coming, make that happen, Coming man. soon, but yeah. So, But it, it's a story that needs to be told. But yeah. I want to tell- Talk about them Saturday nights. That's a different. That's a different. That's a different Dr. Bobby Jones. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, a, that's like well. a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I happened to have a. a, a I had an apartment, and I, I had a basement in the apartment, mm. and so. Um, I had a lot of friends, uh, a few friends, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Just a couple. I had a lot of friend girls, you know. I I, I, I like girls mm -hmm. that way that was loose with me. Mm -hmm. So it was quite a few of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming I'm not telling too much. No, but you're anyway, not. This is good. Anyway, and and then the guys always knew that I was going to have these girls yeah. in my house, you know. So we would have a party. And uh, they would come, and we would have fun. Mm. And so I was still a church. Was turn up time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Up. And Oprah happened to be one of my main guests most of the time. What? She, yeah. she and her boyfriend. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hello. So uh, you know, so we had fun. And so uh, Oprah and Jonas said, I'm, 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 I'm mad we miss these parties. <laughs> right. This is, it is legendary. I want to like, go back. I want to go back. I want to go back. But they were clean. Yeah. Yeah. But they were just a good time. Yeah, it was just damn. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything to embarrass myself or anybody else. Right, but right, right. Uh, but we we knew how to have a good time together. Yeah, but, I love that. But the parties abruptly stopped. Yeah, what there happened? was a, there was a, there was Why? a there was a um, robbery 
some guys uh, were driving through my neighborhood and they saw those cars there. So this was after Black Expo. I was oh. president of Black Expo at the time. Okay. Mm. And uh, they was uh, looking to break in something to make some money, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So one of the girls had to leave early and so she sashayed out of my house and went to her car and these, these guys were sitting in the car trying to figure out who's where, where the party was. And uh, she, they asked her, where's the party? And she said, it's back there, it's back there, it's Bobby Jones. He's back there. My, my apartment part of the house was in the back. And so uh, they said, mm. So here they come. And all of a sudden, we were in the front of the house. Uh, some of us were. The, the guy who ran the uh, publishing business here, T.B. Boyd, he was one of my best friends. Right. And so but at that time, he was dating a girl named Nettie Stowers. So mm. she was one of the... Uh, black people that worked at Channel Four. Yeah, that's actually um, she had the Sunday morning show, mm -hmm. the Black Community. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that is that, is that in the book? Too? That's in your book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so these these guys broke into the house and you know came in with their guns and told us what to do. You know, get in the floor, give me your jury and things like that. And uh, uh, one of them went in the wrong place and the police shot him and killed him. What? Yeah, in my house. Jesus. Yeah, so it was. That's uh, traumatizing. Yeah, it was. It was something else. Um, Bernadette Steinus and uh, what's the guy from Good Times? Uh, they they had just left. Uh, you know Bernadette Steinus. Bernadette Steinus. It's Thelma from yeah, Good, out of Good yeah, Times. Yeah, what's the guy named with Good Times? JJ. No, no. Jay, the Michael, father. John Stamos. Who played not John Stamos. Oh, no, I'm just saying Michael Evans, uh, Michael, uh, who uh, played um, on Good Times. The father. The, the father. Oh, John Stamos. It's Amos. Yeah. And John Amos. 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 I said John, John Stamos. That's who it was. Yeah. My bad, John. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, Stamos. 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 What are y'all talking about? So John Amos. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh, Thank you, Claude. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, I don't think it's John Stamos. And my mother would say loud and wrong. John Amos. Gotcha. Yeah. He had just left. You just left. Uh, sorry, they had all yeah. just left, yeah. So, wow. the, so the party was over. <laughs> and that, that was it for the party. Yeah, that was it for the party, yeah. That was crazy. That's a traumatizing story, though, mm -hmm. and this experience. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed the Black Expo, though. Uh, I was first president of the Black Expo, and it happened in Nashville. And, 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 and I was selected at because of the experience I'd had with McGraw-Hill Publishers. Mm. Okay. Uh, I traveled the world for them teaching uh, children how to read. From mm. the phonetic approach instead of the look say approach, so I used those experiences I did with the degrees that I had from Vanderbilt and others mm. to, to be able to do that. So that helped helped me to become refined, as you call it. <laughs> refined, <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of black men like to call it something else, but I say it's <laughs> refined. <laughs> refined, you know, give a clean word to it. Uppity, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> as a, as a bougie, yeah, yeah. 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 I have a question. I, girl, all, all, all that stuff, but <laughs> yeah. but listen. It, Every everything has become a tool that's 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 made you the legend you are. Thank you. So nothing is by accident. I was gonna ask you. I think people know you are. You're so synonymous with gospel music that I'm not sure people know. What do you listen to outside of gospel music? Like, well, who who who's one of your secular favorite artists, if there are? Yes, uh, quite a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of other music, however. But I've always been a big fan of. Uh, well, you know Michael Jackson and mm. uh, your guy. What's his name? Luther Vandross. Yeah, Luther Vandross. <laughs> yeah, oh, see, he, see, see, Dr. Jones acknowledges that I could sound like, <laughs> you could sound like Luther. <laughs> thank you, thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, Al Green. I love Al, Al yeah. Green. Yeah. I like the, the OJs. Mm. Uh, what that kind of man a few minutes ago? Uh, Amazing Frankie Beverly? Frank, but yeah. Frankie Beverly. Frankie Beverly. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. A lot of them, you know. Great taste. <laughs> Great taste. Great taste. Uh, we sound crazy. Phil, should we do Keep a Kill? That's on you. I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I say we do it. I say we do it. I just. <laughs> oh, geez. I say we do keep it. Or keep, you know I mean? keep or keep. Keep or <laughs> keep. Well, Dr. Jones, we we have a segment that we do called. It's a This or that. This or that. But we, we call it Keep or Kill. I'm going to clean it up for you on this episode where we basically, you have to pick your favorite artist out of the, of two, the two options we give you. Which one oh. you prefer. Yes. So you say. We'll give you two options. You pick your favorite, and that's who you're keeping. Right. You're not killing nobody. So just be, but we definitely mm. do. So essentially, this or that, but we call it keep or kill. Right. Keep or kill. The Winans or the Hawkins? Who are you keeping? I'm keeping the Hawkins. Mm. M- Michael Jackson or Prince? Oh. Michael Jackson. Aretha Franklin or Patti LaBelle? Oh, God. <laughs> Aretha Franklin. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. BET or Impact? BET. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Television or making records? Television. Mm. Wow. Huh. Kirk Franklin or Donald Lawrence? Oh God, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to choose yeah, either. I, I wouldn't be able to choose. I wouldn't be able to choose. This was good. That was, that was a good one. That's a good that was a great one. That was one. A good one. There was no hesitation at all. He was ready to go. Yeah, he was ready. He's like, I, I want all the smoke. <laughs> Crazy. Esther Roll. Award. I can feel it moving, moving, moving. I can feel it moving. All three of y'all tell me that. It's that time. Looking at my rollie. It's about that that, time. That, what you're listening to is Esther Roll. I can feel him moving from her 1975 gospel album. The Garden of My Mind. Yes. Esther played the mom on Good Times, and she played on Maude and many other shows. But Mm -hmm. here at the We Sound Crazy podcast, Dr. Jones, we love and celebrate Esther Roll. People sometimes don't acknowledge her contribution to the arts and entertainment. Mm -hmm. And as a result, we named an award after Esther Roll that we give out in every episode, the Esther Roll Black, Black Excellence, Excellence Award. award. Yeah. Wonderful. And it's something that we've honored so many amazing people. Yeah. So many. Mm-hmm. People that are underserved, would you say, who don't necessarily get yeah. the recognition? It, yeah. It, it's, it's, for the, it's for the entertainer, the artist. It can, it can be, it's not, it's not rele- relegated to just music. It's actors. It's people in the entertainment field who we feel 
don't get the recognition they deserve for their con- contribution to the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we we've nominated and and given it to many people, but it's we try to preserve it for people that we feel like, how dare we not be giving this person their flowers? That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. So every week we we nominate, we all throw out a nomination. Each of us throw out someone that we think is deserving, and then we between the four of us we vote and see who wins. Mm-hmm. So you're a part of the nomination and and, and winning ceremony, I suppose. <laughs> Phil, why don't, you, why don't you set it off so it was, he can I mean, understand? Yeah, we really got to do this. I mean, I know it's our segment yeah, every yeah, week, yeah. but but the reality is the reality. The reality. I mean, the bylaw. The bylaws do state you can do this. The bylaws do state that I can do this, yeah. and I have to put my a formal nomination on the on the table on the floor. Doctor Bobby Jones. I agree. I know. Like yeah. it's. I second that nomination. I just it. the receipts is a CVS level receipt. Like yeah. it's just. Music, I, I agree. television, Broadway, records. radio, I records. W- I, w- I was going to say earlier, if, if you, if you, and you should listen to this conversation ten times just to get all the details that are in there. But there was a history of BT, but there was a history of Black music, American music, yes. all the way in there. Yeah. The the story of 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 Dorsey and and the music and 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 the sheet music, that literally is how American music was birthed. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. You don't get any of pop or rock and roll or jazz without that yes. origin. That literally gospel is running and telling the good news, that literally spreading from town to town the good news. Mm-hmm. That's why there's no other person to get the Irby this week. Yeah, to yeah. me. So, and it, Timon, I'm voting. He uh, designated his vote to me in his absence. <laughs> Shout out to Timon Bacon, our co-host. Uh, this week, congratulations, Dr. Bobby Jones. We honor you. You are the recipient of the Esther Roll Black Excellence Award here at the We Sound Crazy Podcast. We wow. celebrate you. Could be more than wow. Thank you. Yeah. Legend, legend. Thank you. Yeah. I hope I'm going to live a little while. You will, <laughs> man. You absolutely will. Well, I have a birthday next week. And, really? Uh, yeah. I'll be 84. Wow. And, uh, you know, here I am last night with uh, these... Stars, and then this coming Thursday, I'm at Lane College with the, the Bobby Jones Day at Lane College. I love that. <laughs> and, wow! And it's just one after the other. So. It's deserving. Yeah, because so. you were in St. Louis like last last night. I didn't get to connect the dots. I mean, I we acknowledge St. Louis, East St. Louis, Chuck saying. Harmony. We gotta, you know, acknowledge. You know, he was uh, uh, Dr. Jones was out there with Tashina Arnold, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that's amazing. You still you still moving and grooving. Show on Impact Weekly Radio, syndicated radio show. You do that every mm-hmm. morning, right? Morning radio show. Every day, morning and afternoon. Wow, morning and afternoon. Uh-huh. In the in Nashville, it comes on at eight o'clock in the morning, but it's an AM station. Incredible. But we have AM and FM uh, basically. In some markets is AM. Some most of the markets. Incredible. Are it don't stop. It don't stop. It does not stop. Yeah. American Urban Radio Networks. Y'all heard of it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just inspiring to see the passion continue, the fire continue, the, the excitement, gratitude. the gratitude. Yeah. Like it, your energy about all of this right now was so genuine and so excited as if I'm, I didn't know you when it was the first day, but it feels like it's the same. And that's it's rare to meet people that aren't jaded. Yeah. By you know, it's, it's it's also a tough business and you go through a lot. And so it's beautiful to see someone that's done so much, also be so gracious and so generous with your time and with your information and your stories, but also just excited about gospel music, excited about music. Mm. It's, it's 
I've, I've learned a lot. Yeah, okay. I've learned it's a lot about how to live. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lesson on how to live. You got you to come to one of our recordings. Anytime. Yeah, I will. You too. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, this next uh, one that we're going to do, uh, there's a choir coming called the Florida Super Choir. <laughs> I, I know it's going to be good. You know, I, I stole it from, from Atlanta. It was Atlanta Super Choir. Okay. They, they went to Europe to, to do something, I don't know, and that's what they called it. Mm. And I said, Nashville, I'm going to put a choir together. And I'm like, what am I going to call them? I don't know. And Nashville, I said, Nashville Super Choir. <laughs> so it's not original, you know. But when, well, it's, it's now, passed here, on now because there's a Florida yeah, Super Choir. Yeah, the Florida Super Choir, yeah. Please let us know. I'm, I'm, next I'm Saturday. there. It's next yeah. Saturday. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. The day we'll be before there. my birthday. My birthday's next uh Sunday. All right, we'll be there. Let's pull up. We all in there. I'm very we serious about this. We in there. Yeah, let's go. Road we'll trip. Yes. Road trip locally. Okay. <laughs> 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 road We record. We start. We do it at Mount Zion and in, in my church. My church, for the record, everybody. I go oh, to so church. <laughs> the people don't think I go to church. <laughs> I do go to church. It's questionable. My bishop Phil. is Bishop Joseph Warren Walker the third. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one on one on Murfreesboro Road. Antioch, they call it. Okay, Antioch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we have a new artist. Okay. That come in to sing this what I present now. I'm very excited it's, about it's this. It's incredible. Next, next Saturday, I'm excited. This yeah. is so great. And, yeah. and just, Dr. Jones, thank you for being the trailblazer, not only in gospel music, but just like you said, Claude, American music. Yeah. American music. You, you've really trailblazed on the music front, television, and so much. You've done so much. So we celebrate you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Just thank, thank you. you. I have to, I have to say you. that. Just I stand on your shoulders. And I, the, the seats and the opportunities I've had are because of People like yourself, and I yeah. thank you. Well, thank yes. you. Man. You pulled something out of me today that scares me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my, my, my. We, we may sound crazy, but we're not crazy. We sound crazy. People are going to love it. There you go. People are going to love it. Special oh, shout out to our partners at the National Museum of yes. African American yes. Music. Oh, yeah. The Name Am. The Name Am. Check out blackmusicmuseum.org yeah. uh, for more details. Shout out to our producer, Guru. Guru, guru. Making it sound so good. Making it sound amazing. And follow us on all platforms at We Sound Crazy. Absolutely. I feel like we can't leave without acknowledging your t-shirt. Oh, my t-shirt. What is it? Love, love black, black people, people like, like you love, love black, black music. music. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. Love yeah. me. Yeah. Love me like you love my music. My music. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah. That's a great, I mean, come on. Gospel Music Heritage Month. We couldn't have celebrated it in a better fashion. No, it's the best. Thank you, Dr. Bobby Jones. Yes. We're going to go out on a, a song. Whatever you tell us the song is, we're going to send our listeners out on your musical selection. What do you want to hear? Frankie Beverly. And <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, man. Sunshine and rain. Yes. Sunshine and rain. I love it. I love it. Until <laughs> next time, we saw Crazy Podcast, your official backstage pass for all things music and culture. Until next week. I like sunshine and rain.